TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and I've got a smile on my dial because I've been a little bit flat, I've been a little bit heady, working my ring off and then I get to podcast with the guru of health and wellness, my brother from another mother, the dead set legend, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, great man. Hello, great man. How great it is to be here with you, Marcus Pierce. Uh, the Tigers in the top four, both of our teams playing good footy, uh, Hawthorne going down the gurgler. Uh, it's exciting, isn't it? It's uh, it's really great. And Piercy, I'll tell you what, you know, even though COVID has really affected a lot of things, including AFL, we can still get something out of it. We're still getting some enjoyment. And there's a lot to be gained from looking in at all of the things that could have been that still are. Uh, and making the most of it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you know what? There is a conversation that, you know, uh, sport at the moment gives people something to talk about and engage in. And I think it's uh, many elements of society. This is a great topic for today, actually. The elements of society that allow society to continue on and carry on. Um, I got so excited when the... uh, And this is our last minute of football talk, folks, I promise. I got so excited when uh, this new fixture was released that Brett and I have decided... Well, uh, two different comments here. Brett and I have decided to turn the Wellness Summit 2020 into a virtual event. We're going to hold it in September. It's going to be all digital, online, all the rest of it. So we need to prepare a lot of content. We need to shoot some videos. And uh, we met for an hour today planning out all of these videos that we're going to prepare. And I was going to fly over to Adelaide coincidentally on the same day that Melbourne play Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval (laughs) to go and watch the football and record some videos with Brett. And then I only just found out before we came on air here that Adelaide or South Australia would chew me up and spit me out and pretty much send me home. And I'm not allowed there. And I was like, oh, because society, I think, Damo, is craving just some social touch points and uh, I might sound precious here because I'm up in New South Wales and you're in Victoria and you could go gee whiz I could tell you something about some uh, community touch points but now that we're getting little little glimpses of it I think we're beginning to recognize how important community and socializing is isn't it so important PC it, it really is so important and in the news recently we've had situations where some superstars people that many people have grown up with aspiring to be like have uh, found life too tough, um, incredibly tough, and have absolutely lost their way, not because they didn't have intestinal fortitude, not because they weren't resilient, but just because they found no way out. They Mm. just couldn't see any other way out than to just end it. And I think this is a symptom of... um, of disconnection i think it's a symptom of the inability for people to know how to communicate when you can't touch uh when you can't be in person you know now that we're going to be wearing masks you know like if this is the only thing you see like there's not a whole lot of expression that you can actually take from that so uh we're heading into another you know um we're heading into a, a second wave or a third wave of mental health 
and wellness mm. um, as a result of this COVID scenario. And, I, you know, to, to that extent, PC, when you talk about that, you kind of go, well, yeah, touch touch is really important and, and social connection is really important. Um, and, and as humans, we really can't um, underestimate, you know, the importance of that. And then how do we – how do we go back to that? Like, is there going to be a fear associated with going back to that or are we going to be able to just easily, you know, just drop back into that space? I've got a number of different um, concerns around it. I really do. Uh, I'm really fortunate because I'm a chiropractor. Like, I have to put my hands on people. So I get that touch from lots of people every single day and I'm really grateful for everybody who comes and sees me and and it's it's wonderful. So for people who are in the manual therapies out there, that are considered to be essential health workers in allied health, um, they can do some great things, and they they share energy with uh, with the people that they're actually coming through, and that can lift them up. That can make them feel fantastic. Um, you and I have this ability to share energy uh, mm. through a Skype call. You know, like I, you know, I I'm really lucky. I I got to have a, a great Skype call earlier with Sandy, and I loved it. Like it was awesome, and I'm loving speaking to you and. And there's sometimes there's an ability to exchange energy, and this is one of those times where you get to exchange energy, and it's really, really great. Uh, but some people find this medium um, impersonal, uh, and, and it's not enough. It's not enough. Well, I think I feel this is where yeah, this is where my stuff has been. Is that, and I want to ask you about what your concerns are about this at the moment, particularly when you said mental health and wellness. But yeah, I feel like when it all happened and we all went into lockdown together we all turned digital very quickly no one was whinging and moaning about the dramas of screen time and how being on social media is bad for your social life and you've got no real friends if you don't catch up in real life and all the rest of it but but now i feel like people are beginning we've got the caged animal syndrome the syndrome's not the right term we are beginning to feel like uh and again different level on victoria versus other states and the rest um But when you said the the masks changes, it, it kind of reduces the social interaction again. Yeah, next where, level. Where do you? And we're getting a lot of comments here. This is it's really good to see a lot of engagement in those in those Facebook live comments. But where do you feel like um, it's going? Like, what are some of these thoughts that you've had around it? And and ideally, I'm hopeful for tic- particularly our listeners that are. I heard someone say today they're at the bottom of the corona roller coaster, like they're just so flat about life at the moment. Um, and they're not, you know, they're, like you said earlier about even people that have taken their lives, it's like, please don't, please don't play the selfish card on these people and, and say that that was, you know, um, don't start talking about that because these are uncertain times. As human beings, we might, I think the, to- the term is, we're not uncertain as human beings. We're just living in very uncertain times. So let's be oh, really. Wow. Great. Yeah, yeah, nice. Let's be really yeah. defined about this. Um, yeah. But you said you had some some thoughts around it, and and I would love to hear them, particularly if you think that you know there's a level of um, I suppose proactivity or perspective, because I think that's what a lot of people are looking for at the moment: perspective on these times. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I've got a number of different thoughts on a few things, and it's looking at. I suppose it's learning to um, not discriminate. I tell you, I watched this TV show, a movie yesterday. Uh, what was it called? Um, essentially, what was it? It was about. It was. It was about a teacher who taught a third grade class what discrimination was all about. Wow, the best. 
when you start talking next, I'm going to look it up and I'll tell you exactly what it's called. Um, that's how I get to do two things at once. I can't talk and look <laughs> it up at the same time. No. I'm not that good. No way. I can't do it. Me either. But, um, when I watched this, what I learned was that people see things differently. Now, you might go, oh, Damo's, if you don't know that already. <laughs> but, but, you know, you knob. Sure Where have you, you been, man? Demo. <laughs> far out. But, so the other day I played golf, um, as I do, and on Monday I played golf with a bloke by the name of Sam and another bloke by the name of DJ. My, you know, I play golf with DJ every week. And I said to DJ, so what are you going to do today? And he goes, well, I'll probably just hop into bed. Let me just tell you this. He said, hop into bed and watch the telly. Wow. I'm like, but mate, it's like 11.30 in the morning. Like we've just finished golf and you're going to go to bed and watch television. He goes, yeah. And I said, oh, really? Like, is that what you're going to do today? Like for the whole of the day? Like, what are you talking about? And I looked at Sam. I said, what are you going to do? He goes, oh, probably the same thing. I go, I go, are you serious? Is that all you're going to do? Like, is that right? So I come back home and I said, Bugsy, like talking to Jackson, I said, Bugsy, I, I spoke to DJ today and Sam and I said to them, what are you going to do when you get home from, you know, from golf today? What will you do? And they said, oh, we're just going to jump into bed and watch television. And, and I said, would you do that? And he goes, yeah, I'd do that. Like, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Bang! Like I was like, it's obviously at some point in your life that's no longer anything that you could ever conceive that you would ever do. Like, you know, this has come up for me. I've spoken about this a number of times this week. So, what the reason why I'm saying this, is, and you're kind of going, well, how is this social connectedness and all that sort of stuff? This makes the day go okay for some people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so for you and I, it might be let's go for a walk. Um, for me and Amber, it's like, let's go for a walk and have hand cuddles. Um, it might be, you know, that we make it down to the beach, we take some photos of the sun setting or whatever else, and, and that makes the day go okay. Um, it's not what, you know, we'd love it to be, um, but it's about what finding what makes the day okay wow. and then having no judgment on that. So, for, and the reason why I brought that back to the discrimination piece was that it'd be really easy for me to be judgmental about somebody who wants to stay in bed all day and watch television. Um, but that makes the day okay for those people. That's totally fine. Um, and I need to be okay with that, right? So I think that's really important. Oh, this is um, and so then, good. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so for yeah. me, it's just like, just, just be okay with what it is that people make in terms of choices. This is... Uh I love this demo and I'm going to go on a little soliloquy right now so you can go and find out what that movie's called. Um, but this is what I this is what I love about this. I feel like at the beginning of Corona, there was this whole thing, go and learn a new language, start this online program, do this, do that, do the things that you've never done and you've never given yourself the opportunity to do. And I I am with you 100% in terms of uh, not the yeah, I I get a little bit of the shock horror about um, Lying in bed all day, but I want to I want to um, refer to a conversation similar to you that I had with my darling Auntie Kate, who you know, uh, who was I love Auntie Kate. I um, love Auntie Kate. Love Auntie Kate. And we were having a chat on the phone love the other her. day. Cheap as I love her, she's unbelievable. And I said, "How was your day?" She said, "I've had a really lazy day," and I loved it. <laughs> and 
Uh, when she said it, I said to her, I said, oh my gosh, what I would do for a lazy day at the moment. I feel deficient in lazy days. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, with kids from start to finish, I was like, I just love the idea of watching a midday movie. I can't tell you the last t- last time I watched a, you know, maybe uh, maybe I watched a kid's movie, I don't know, but just a lazy day. For me, a lazy day is, you know, getting a massage, watching a movie, having a long lunch, totally chilling out. But there was a lot of hate, hate's too strong a word, there was a lot of judgment in the early corona days when people were getting around um, in their dressing gowns and their moccasins for most of the day. And I actually think particularly listening to what you were saying as well, that it is a wonderful form of self-love because we've spoken about the humble brag on this episode a number of times. What if you have been bull at a gate for 10 years of your life, you've never taken annual leave, you've worked your ring off 80-hour weeks, you've worked till stupid o'clock every night and then you lose your job, you can't work and you know what? You actually just sat in your PJs for three or four weeks and watched movies every day. Well, bloody good on you, actually, because you're probably catching up on holidays and you needed a bit of time just to unwind and chill the F out. And yeah. this has been a great opportunity for people to find their their chill, their relaxed, their lazy days that they didn't give themselves when life was, quote-unquote, you know, normal. So I really love what you said here, uh, particularly around discrimination, because I am more like you than DJ. Um but gee whiz, I love DJ's courage to actually do it and and publicly declare it because I think that's uh, yeah. what's missing. How good is it? How good is it? Now, on the flip side to that, um, I was chatting with another bloke yesterday and one of the things we do in our practice is measure heart rate variability and heart rate variability is an indicator of nervous system um, resilience and cardiovascular strength. And so I I look at that as a marker for health and well-being um, and we, we plot it over time. Anyway, uh, this guy comes in and his heart rate variability since his last um, scan has gone further sympathetic. So it's gone further into the sympathetic area. And so I said to him, mate, what's going on? Like, are you extra stressed? Are you got extra things on? Or, you know, what's what's happening here? And he said, no, no, mate. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm better than what I was. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he goes, I said, are you tired? He goes, well, you know, not really, um, but a little bit. And I said, okay. So, you know, kind of this here is the, the self-assessed fatigue level of an individual. You know, so what I might assess as being fatigued, somebody might go, wow, I've got so much energy right now. Um, or I might say I'm fatigued and someone else might go, Dude, like if I had that level of fatigue, I would be absolutely knackered. You know, it's like everyone's scale is just a little bit different. Yeah. So I said to him, so like how have things changed for you during, you know, lockdown 3.0? Are we up to 3.0? 2.0. And uh, he said, um, well, it's a bit easier. I'm, I've cut back the amount of hours that I work. I'm only walk, working 40 hours a week now. Um, I'm looking after our little baby uh, because my wife is pregnant and she's got a bit of morning sickness. And so I'm doing that morning and afternoon. And uh, and so I've got these things and I'm at home more. And so I should be feeling more energetic. I should be feeling better. I, I definitely feel less stressed is kind of, uh, you know, what he was saying. And I said, well, 40 hours of work plus looking after children, plus being concerned about an upcoming baby, plus being concerned about your wife, plus you know, maybe not sleeping as well as what you could, plus, you know, business stress and all this sort of stuff. That's enough to make some people really tired and be in a sympathetic state. So 
some people might water down their load to go, well, I'm doing less now, so I should be better. Does that make sense? Mm. And so um, there'll be some people that might think that because they're in a COVID state at the moment, uh, that they're in bed for longer and or they're watching more television or whatever else, that that's not stressing them out, but it still may be that their body's stressed. Mm. So don't discount it just because it feels like you're doing less. Still practice the things that you need to be practicing to downregulate the impact of stress mm. because it still will be affecting you. You, you know how PC uh, Dima talks about um, what disappears from your life you feel. You mm. feel that tiny totally. little space yep. in your bucket. Like if you take some stress out of your life, you're going to fill it with stress because that's what you're used to doing. So whether or not you see it as a stress or a stressor, you just kind of fill it because that's what you're used to. You're used to doing 55,000 things. If you take out two of those, you, you know, you're doing 54,998, you're going to find those extra two things to get it back up to 55,000 things that you do every single day, even if you think that it's different. So mm-hmm. uh, be kinder to yourself and just be okay with, you know, being in lockdown for us in Victoria, we're going to be in lockdown for at least another four weeks. It's, it, it is what it is. There's not much we can do about it. Like it's, it sucks. It sucks worse for those people who can't work. Um, but we have to find ways in which we can be okay with it. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of comments coming in here. Um, you know, and people's different experiences about their their daily, you know, habits. Debbie Bunyard, uh, you know, she makes sure she. Uh, uh, what is it? Have a shower every day and get dressed as it mentally helps her set up for the day. Um, that's great. And uh, where else here? Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone does it differently. I think that's kind of the whole lesson of this episode is to actually just let everyone do it their way, however it works yeah. for them, that feels like they're winning and that makes yeah. the day okay. Because yeah. I am, I'm the opposite, I'm, I'm more like the Debbie Bunyard, where it's just, you know, uh, I have the shower, like whatever, but my day is on. My life hasn't yep. changed a lot except for travel. Obviously, business things have, but you know, being at home with young kids, it's a very similar experience for a lot of young families. But I think it's um, for people that are looking at ways to just feel like their day is okay, they've got to define what it is for them and forget about what everyone else is doing to make their days work for them. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got love hearts on my Skype. Is that you loving my comments or giving me a heart rate variability check? I just loved your comment. So I put a little love heart there and I wasn't sure whether or not that would show up on the screen that everybody would see. I thought, I'm going to play with this. I was thinking, will I do a thumbs up? Will I do a love heart? Or will I do somebody laughing or somebody crying? I thought, well, the most appropriate thing is, given that I love you so much, that I should just bloody do a love heart and so that would be good. So, anyway. Hey, Wendy Stewart said it's okay to have a pyjama day now and then too, but I only last till lunchtime. Wendy, can you come up here, look after the kids for a day? Because I want to have a pyjama day with Sebear. <laughs> when you can cross the border, anyone who wants to cross the border, I'll give you my address. There's many <sighs> helpers we can get. I want consecutive pyjama days. I want I want, I want DJ days. Um, yeah. All day movie yeah, days. Too. I've got a big list on Netflix that I'm just not getting through. And um, so that that Netflix thing, not Netflix, it was actually YouTube. Uh, it's called A Class Divided, and it was on Frontline. Oh wow! Um, back in the nineteen, it was first aired in Frontline in the nineteen sixties. Wow! Um, and so way like back, we're talking 50, 60 years ago, sixty years ago, when racism um, was probably more blatant. Yeah, um, segregation. So segregation was everything. Segregation. This is yeah. it. And so, uh, and this was done in Ohio, uh, in a little place called Rice, 
Fields. Wow. It's actually a place called Rice Fields Rice or something like that. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> wow. I know, right? Um, yeah, so anyway, have a look at it. It's actually very confronting. I cry uh, when I watch it because it, it's, I find it very confronting. Um, a class divided. You know, yeah. time flies. 20 minutes, we're done. We're cooked. Really? Wow. Wow. Um, putting a bit Incredible. of perspective back into these times. You're very good at this, wise man. You are very, very good at this. Thanks, PC. Well, I couldn't do what I do without you, and thank you for all of your support. Um, the feedback has been really great, you know, from the presentations and the podcast that we've had over the last few weeks. People have really enjoyed it. So um, if you love what we're doing, um, send us through you know, messages of support, and then maybe even send us some um, ideas around what you'd like us to talk about. Like, I think that'd be cool. People love it when we just come on and talk. You want some messages of support? You're not feeling the love, aren't you? Seeing all these comments, can everyone give Domo some love? He needs a big splash no. of hearts. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't be. No, it's like to say, you guys, it's great. Thank you. Um, yeah. Can you talk about X, Y, Z? Yeah. Yeah, no worries. I'm just looking for my phone to explode with love hearts, but it's nah, not. Oh, nah. no, I'm starting to feel nah, a little bit. Oh, there we go. No, there we go. There we go. There it just it went berserk. There it is. Oh, look ah, at that. Look see. at that. That's the best. See. Gee whiz. Oh, goodness. Oh, I, didn't mean, I didn't want to ask. I'm not asking for love. That's oh, no. <laughs> I've been cheeky. Oh, they're going, they're going maniacal now. That's a lot of love. With Wendy and everyone Wendy. else is doing it. <laughs> Wendy's gone, set an alarm on your phone for the weekly lives. That's a good idea. Oh, um, we might we might post that up. On, yeah. um, That's exactly on what my mother darling would say. Just set an alarm. Set an, she'd set an alarm for everything. She'd have 48 alarms going all throughout the day. Set an alarm to make a cup of tea, make breakfast, go to this, go to that. She's set an alarm for everything. Never tell my mum that you forgot something because she'll tell no. you straight away, well, why didn't you set an alarm? Oh, gee whiz, it was just a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. Oh, love Thank Claire you for Bear. everybody sending your love hearts through. You're all awesome. They're still Ron, going. You all, uh, Joe Arano, Wendy Stewart, Bron, um, Debs, Helen, you're all amazing. Summer, even Tim Harkness, I'll send you back some love too, mate. Um, thanks, PC. That's the best. Let's all wrap right. it up. We'll wrap this and, up. Uh, um, sorry, I'm getting distracted by Facebook now, doing what I said I wouldn't do. <laughs> Such a shiny object. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, all right, folks. To find out more about my legendary co-host, Damien Christoph, head on over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. We would love it if you shared this podcast with a friend, show them how to listen to podcasts, the podcast app or Spotify or however you like to consume it, maybe on Facebook at 100NotOut, spell it all out, on Instagram at 100.NotOut. And make sure until next week you continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.